What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping your viewing Riverdale Season 4, Episode 15, and it's called Chapter 72, To Die For. Don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines, and also some of your recap roundups because we got so many on Twitter last night. Yep. So be sure to stick around for the end of the podcast and we'll like show you guys what you had to say about the episode. Yeah, and we also have a contest going on right now for a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card and a pop socket. To enter, all you need to do is rate and comment on our iTunes page, and you'll be entered in this draw. We're extending this contest to the end of Riverdale Season 4, so we have lots of time to still join. As always, you're continuing listeners and our brand new ones. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into this crazy ass motherfucking episode, y'all. Let's get into the episode. I'm so excited <laughs> to hear what you have to say about it. I'm excited to see like what our fans have to say about it because I was on Twitter last yeah. night and I literally read every single review this morning. I saw every single tweet. Like <laughs> nobody liked this episode. Like everyone yeah. was really upset. And I thought right. I was like I have to say like in terms of the episode, like I did enjoy it. Like it was entertaining, but overall, in the in the overall sense of like the season, it doesn't nothing adds up and like nothing makes sense. Right. And so that's what I don't appreciate. Um, but the fans out there really hated it. Like everyone's like, What the fuck is this shit? Like, what are you guys right. writing for us right now? Right. Um Yeah, and- we'll get into like some of the comments that you guys made as fans, but yeah, the whole Twitterverse was like, What's happening? So is he alive? He's alive now. Okay. Like like a lot of people I think were happy with the res- end result, but we're very frustrated with how we got there. Um and yeah, I just it's one the biggest thing I think that frustrated me the most about this episode. Yes, I'm glad Jughead's back to life, whatever, whatever. That's fine. The f- biggest frustrating thing is like so basically you're telling me that the core four are sociopaths who know how to act and pretend to be like emotional in scenarios that they're not supposed to be emotional in. Like I didn't realize that we were watching motherfucking Pretty Little Liars out here where everybody's just lying to each other. Like poor Alice was dealing with everybody's lies, even FP's lies since the very beginning. Like it's fucked. Like it's fucked but Was when you Alice think about not that. in on it? Like did she not know no. any of this? Well we can get into it, but there's a long laundry list of people who um Betty actually says who was in on it. And yeah. she's not she's not in on it until the very end uh, of the okay. episode where she's like where when she's talking to Bughead and says like or right, right. Jughead and says Oh, yeah, I had to involve her because she was, like, digging too deep or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, we'll get into that later. So, yeah, I was – I'm happy that this mystery is over. I did mention that to you guys, like, a few podcasts back. I'm like, I don't want this to carry to the end of the season. It doesn't make sense for it to go that far. Um, they ramped it up. They're finishing it up. And I'm like, okay, this is as much as I could take right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll see how it all goes. But, yeah, I uh, – Lots of things to say about this episode. Yeah, let's let's get into the recap and then we can yeah. really like analyze like what we liked, what we didn't like, what was missing yes. and everything like that. So So it starts off right away, starts off with an- the first lie of this entire episode. It literally blacks into a screen of it says like Jughead Jones, uh 1999 to 2000 and like it's the date yeah like rest in peace rest in peace so already you're like okay what the fuck is this this is bullshit and also ras had tweeted that or put it out on instagram and like the whole fandom was like okay is this real is it's not real i still refuse like it's all just like the 
hype of it all that frustrates me too like the idea that they're creating these moments to hype up the fandom but like not for real reasons yeah that's that's the part that's the most annoying really like really truly like it's so because it's all fake like we'll talk about it later too but like even the scene with like him in like the funeral the fake funeral with like the coffin you're right like everything was a blatant lie guys even in the promos it was all lies yeah like you can't do that like you can't like you can't just take a frame and like make it up for the sake of a promo and then it never happens like you have to still create your promos around like what's actually happening in the episode what's actually shown what's actually shown like that's like like what show does that what show shows you like something happen? that's like me cutting in like godzilla killing a monster yeah in the middle of the fucking trailer and then (laughs) assuming that that's what we're gonna see like what the fuck yeah anyway yeah so That's how the whole episode starts off. And so it's then it cuts to the first scene where the Cooper family is sitting around a table. But I don't know why they're sitting around the table like they're sitting there just like sad and just looking at each other. And then they get a phone call. And then that's when Betty jumps up. And it's almost as if they're waiting for a phone call. But it's a phone call from Yale. So they all can't be waiting for a phone call from Yale. Like, why were they sitting around the table? Like, I don't, I, I don't get it. So um, she takes a phone call and then it cuts to this new thing that was happening with Alice and she's uh, doing like a mini documentary. So it's like it recording like almost like on a old videotape or whatever, showing that Betty's being interviewed by Alice. And she asks about what the call was all about. And basically uh, she says that it was Yale calling, saying that now that uh you know jughead's dead she's taking his spot and um that's kind of that whole situation um before we get into the rest of it how did you feel about this documentary mockumentary motif you know what i love i love that whole motif of like the fake fake documentary vibe um and i think alice doing like a netflix making a murder documentary is like amazing and so like on brand for her but like i also have to say that um I just felt like I could have they could have done this the whole season almost like I would have been down if like they really built this up where like she's doing this documentary and like she's interviewing all these people and they're saying certain things on the interviews I felt like they could have played with it so much more but they really did and I think they just used it as like a as like a weird cool motif for like this episode only right and I I was kind of over it I was like okay if this is gonna end like this week like what's the point like are we gonna see this next week too or yeah I fully agree with you. It could be a good motif, but it definitely thought like felt like an afterthought. Um, I thought that it was completely unnecessary and very confusing. Like the fact that we find out information the same way with or without the documentary side of it wasn't necessary outside of uh, like it wasn't necessary outside of the fact that we're learning that Alice is making a documentary. There was no reason to be cutting back to this content. Um, like for example like when Betty tells her the truth like she cuts the camera anyway and so we're not even getting that information on on tape so it's one of those things where I was like what was the point of all of this like I get that they were trying something different but really it didn't work for me I didn't think it it was necessary yeah did I have to see motherfucking pops talk about how like shitty Riverdale is no did I did I see Nana Rose and her talking about how dark Riverdale is I don't give a shit like it was good to see Nana but like I don't care no no it was so extra no they didn't need it very extra Um, 
And it was funny because one of the comments that I was reading was like, why is Alice Cooper trying to be like a filmmaker out here? She's like, the first <laughs> shot, the first shot she did, she already fucked it up because she filmed Betty in front of a mirror. So you could see Alice in the shot. <laughs> I doing died. great, Alice. Just I doing died. great. <laughs> and then the next so, scene, I think it yeah. was like Kevin recording for her. I was like, yeah, yes. because she doesn't know what to do with the camera. <laughs> like, He's like, zoom in, zoom out. Yeah. So she, she's in yeah. front of she's in front of the sign and she's talking to Kevin saying like Riverdale the story of murder like it's just like her starting it up and the next um interviewee is Nana Rose interviewing her and she's like so when did Riverdale just get really fucked up and Nana Rose is like it was probably like in the middle of season <laughs> two yeah <laughs> which is when it all what she's like went listen downhill. to recap rewind they'll let you know exactly when this show got fucked up <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just thought it was really unnecessary. I get that they were trying to add that element, but like y'all made shit confusing. I did not need an extra layer yeah. of storytelling. I think if they had gone, uh, if they had gone with this uh, motif from the beginning of the yes, season, like agreed. a documentary style show, would have been so down for it. Like it's so relevant in this day yeah. and age with all these like crime documentaries and shit. So I think it would have worked. But again, like you said, it was definitely an afterthought on their part. They're like, this might be cool and waste time. Right. Let's yeah. do it. But you're right. There would have been really cool to see like this Alice Cooper like investigative. It's almost like she woke up like in the morning of this episode and was like, I'm going to make a documentary. Like, <laughs> yeah, <g> girl. <laughs> what the fuck? So anyway, uh, cuts to Pop Steiner. And this is like the first like real scene. Uh, Cheryl right away goes in and hugs Betty. And she's honestly, Cheryl pulled me through this entire episode. She okay, was like, so can I ask you a question here? Yeah, so Cheryl had no idea, right? Like she was. She not has no idea. It. She got okay. fucking like, like, like Betty yeah. was playing her basically. She was playing everybody. Yeah, yeah, okay, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So okay. poor Cheryl, and that's another thing that frustrated me with with this is like they were lying to like their really good friends about it. Yeah, too, but which I, was but tight. imagine like they, they like they don't know, know if they can trust Cheryl. Like I do get it at the same yeah. time. Like it's yeah. it's scary. That's fair. So um, Cheryl has some cute moments where she's like, now I have a rival as queen teen of tragedy. Like she just like pu pulls in a bunch of those like moments where yeah. it just was entertaining to watch her. And her lines were on were point. Great. So good. her lines were amazing. Um, so the main thing about this is Cheryl's like, I'm going to be on suicide. I'm going to be your like suicide watch person because I don't want you to kill yourself because I know how dark it is to like lose someone. She like, she's all dealing with that. And already Betty's like, no, 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 no. I don't want, I don't want you to be around. Um, but realistically, she, Betty is trying to keep her around. Like she does. I think what's going to happen is yes. she does want Cheryl to stay yes. around because it provides Betty with an alibi. Right. So, right. Later on, if shit goes down, if like the cops like do investigate this further, Betty will always be like Cheryl was always there. This is what she saw. So it is and smart also, on Betty's part to have her. Right. And also later on, Cheryl's the one that kind of perpetuates like the whole thing with the photo taking and the this and the this. And I think it's only because she was so involved in like bet making sure Betty was for okay. sure. And like clearly she wasn't like meant to be trusted because. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like, let's choose Cheryl because like she can't be trusted. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the her first stop, Betty's first stop is like, I'm gonna go to Stonewall, and she's like, Oh, I'll drive you. Don't worry about it. So she goes to Stonewall. Betty's taking down the pictures in the room. She's crying. Her mascara is like running down her face. And um, one of the last things that she pulls off the wall is hit um FPs, not FPs, Jughead's little um, what's it called? The pin, pin from yeah. yeah the pin from the quill and skull. And so she has an idea as she's leaving um, 
to drop it off in Donna. I'm assuming that's what happens. Like she plants yeah, it in yeah, Donna's yeah. room. But she before, it in there, yeah. yeah, she passes by Brett. Brett says like, oh, it looks like we're the ones that are going to go to Harvard. It's a scene that we already have seen. And then that's how that goes. Then it cuts to um, Varchi at the Pembroke. And they're just like sexing each other. They're just like doing their thing. And like Hermosa almost kicks the whole fucking door down. She's like, boom, boom. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, oh, just letting you know that um, I looked into your shit and I'm just going to uh, like you're under investigation. And that's why you deferred Bernard. I have to and say, though, like Hermosa was more of a parent than Hiram and Hermione have ever been in this show. Like, like Hermosa was <laughs> like, I know everything about you. I even know your boyfriend's dick size. Like, I know your life. <laughs> um, she's like, I like those abs. I like that dick. Like, she's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I've good. seen everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, she was like on Veronica's dick this entire episode. Yeah. And I kind of liked it. I was like, yeah. she's like the big sister. Like, she's trying to watch out for Veronica, you know? And that's the thing. I do feel like we, I want to trust Hermosa. I want them to build that relationship because she's around and she seems like a pretty yeah. cool chick. But like, I think they're not giving her enough time to have that relationship and suddenly veronica's just like get the fuck out of my face uh, but i don't you know. i don't think that i don't agree with that i think that the fact that they're trying they did show her quite a bit in this episode but the way i think she shows love and i'm sure this is the same way hiram shows his love is to like like protect her you know like she's going right. and like investigating the case and making sure like veronica's story is straight and like trying to get the tea i feel like that's the way that she knows how to be a sister or like be you know a protector Right. Um, and I think that Veronica's still like, I don't trust you though, but I feel like Hermosa is like, I'm looking out for you though, real talk. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's I'm kind of excited to see like what happens with them. Yeah, I'm excited to see if they continue to develop that relationship because now I want to yeah. see more of Hermosa yeah. and like how she's going to be involved. Because by in the end, this. she helps them, right? Like in a yeah. huge way. So clearly, exactly. like her intentions were good. So. Well, part of me now is like, is, are of. they good? Because we don't know who she is. I can still question whether or yeah. not her intentions are good or trustworthy. Um, so, yeah. So she's like, rise and shine. Like the espresso's <laughs> getting cold. And then she like dips rise out of the scene. Shine. I swear they put rise that line in on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so then it cuts to Alice doing a doc, like doing the documentary thing, talking to FP in the sheriff's like at his in the sheriff's office and he's basically like we have another lead but we need a warrant uh to find out what it is someone um, was like someone was like as if fp like already needed to be fired as sheriff he's now like basically like telling everyone like this case is like freaking ongoing case like details yeah. like he shouldn't be talking about <laughs> he's honestly this episode just goes to show how much yeah. of a shit shit sheriff he's been <laughs> totally this i can't believe he time. made it this long like he couldn't even figure out his own fucking son's murder like yeah. properly without being told what to do so cuts to stonewall and fp is searching donna's room and he finds the pin with uh, uh, Jughead's initials on the back of it. And he's like, what's this, bitch? And so Donna obviously like qu thinks quickly on her feet. And she goes, um, we were afraid of Betty killing us. And like, this is what happened. We saw her doing it. We saw Betty holding a rock standing over Jughead with all of her friends as well. So she basically pins them in this moment. And that's when... Riverdale cuts to that scene uh, at Riverdale High and FP's arresting them. You are under arrest for the cold-blooded murder of yeah. my son, Jack Hat Jones, blah, 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 whatever. And already, like, watching it back now, knowing that Jughead's alive and this was all, like, a fake plan, I'm just like, 
okay, like this is why they all look like they were all shitty actors because FP's out here. Nothing was real. Like nothing was real. Exactly. I was like, it's either really bad writing that's being played out in like a chapter from his like Jughead's novel, or it's like a fake scenario. Like they're playing it out for fake. Yeah. Um. Anyway, they get arrested. Betty's like, don't worry, guys. Everything's going to be fine. But again, one of the things that when that happens again this episode, but one of the things that don't ever get seen that we saw in the promo is Archie, Betty, and Veronica in the jail cell. And then also the scene where they're being named by Donna and Brett, which was a huge scene to like having the flash, the flash forward, forward yeah does not exist and this would be the time to put them in right like right that would be the time where they would be processed right. or whatever yeah there's no scene of that at all again yeah. extremely frustrating to see these scenes not exist in the actual show and only be in there for the it's promos just, you know again it just shows that the writing is so sloppy and i don't want to say it i don't want to be so hard on them and i don't want to constantly like have to critique that part of this show but it is i you're right like why would you put those scenes yeah. in the flash forwards you literally went and filmed those scenes you know it doesn't take that long to just insert them into the episode they're like what four, four or five seconds worth of like footage right right just show it but it's like they don't they can't show it at this point because it's not going to link up and it's not probably going to connect and it's like useless so it's like exactly that's the only reason right like what did you guys write this season like did you guys even map it out like did you have a beginning and an end like i don't get it it's like they created these shock moments before they even got to what the moment was going to be an actual story like it's like they worked it backwards or i don't know i was just disappointed in those moments like no other show does this no yeah, other right. show i've ever seen yeah. takes shit out of the promo in order for it to be like not the like what actually happens in the show anyway whatever so that and guys happens. i know i know that half our listeners do watch um chilling adventures of sabrina and maybe half of you guys don't but i don't accept any excuse that anyone says this is just like a teenage show it's just like a show it's just like no, a man, drama yeah. no did you guys watch Sabrina this season? It was amazing, okay? They covered Phenomenal. every single loophole. They left nothing unanswered. Like, they made sure that they covered their asses. Yeah. Because they probably know that people are like, okay, don't give us shitty writing because we're going to know shitty writing. Yeah. So, it is possible to write a season that makes sense beginning to end. Agreed. Agreed. And, and that's the thing. I think one of the things that was mentioned on Twitter as well is like, I want this show to be entertaining i I'm, I'm watching the show because i want some entertainment value i want to enjoy myself i don't want to feel confused and i said this last episode yeah. as well i don't want to feel confused the entire episode being like what's happening that's not how your viewers should be experiencing the show it should be like whoa what just happened there i want to find yeah. out more or i'm excited to watch the next episode well instead i'm like what the hell and then i just yeah. wait for the next thing and then i call out these moments that they pull out completely out of the episode these like promo moments that get taken out of the episode and i'm like okay so they're purposefully making us feel some type yeah. of way and really misleading their audience and i'm i'm just not feeling that you know it, it, i was shocked to see how many t like tweets i saw that said we all knew Jughead wasn't dead. You guys literally like created no tension whatsoever. Like no yeah. one was yeah. at the edge of their seat waiting to for the reveal. Like everyone knew that Jughead was alive. Like we're not dumb. 
Um, Guys, I'm and I telling was shocked you, at that. Like people were yeah. like over it. They were like, we knew he wasn't he wasn't dead. So like your shock value is completely gone. For sure. And and it's very true. Like they did this flash forward, they showed him dead in episode four. And I even at that point, I was so confused because they hadn't given us any information. Now that we have most of the information, I can't even turn around and be like, yo, what a sick like way yeah. to show it. Like there's no there was no like enjoyment of that whole experience because I was just the entire time I was confused and frustrated that I didn't get enough information. It wasn't like my, making like how to get away with murder where they give you no. a little tidbit and then you're like, holy, but how does it all add up? Like in the scene that I'm watching right now, how does it end off in the way that we've seen it? And it just I don't know. I We can move on. But like, let's go. I <laughs> let's get just you. Get yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Another scene that we see, another scene that was completely unnecessary is Pops at the Pops Diner talking to Alice about how shitty Riverdale is and how it's like, yeah, next. Like literally no point whatsoever. (laughs) No point whatsoever. Uh, Then it cuts to FP interrogating everybody. So then first it's Veronica and Hiram's kind of like with her and he's defending her being like, you can't ask my daughter these questions. Then it's Archie and then Mary's like, you can't ask my son these questions. And then it cuts to Alice and Betty and they're talking privately first because Alice <laughs> She's is like, bitch, like, I know you did it. <laughs> yeah. This bitch fully blames her daughter and says like, don't worry, Betty. She's I like, got you, worry. fam. Like you fully She's killed like, your own I know own you snap sometimes. Boyfriend. I know you black out. She's like, you probably did this. She's like, mom. <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, thanks for backing me up. Jesus. Oh, my God. Like, thanks for the support. So I was just a little like taken aback by the fact that Alice just like went in and she's like, don't worry, girl. I know you killed him. <laughs> That's why I thought at this point she was in on it because I'm like, oh, right. she's trying to make like a show. Like she's trying to act for like the, like the police cameras. But no, but the cameras were off. That point. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just like the cameras were off at that point. She she literally said she was like, oh, FB turned off the cameras right now. So like you can tell me the truth. Yeah, I don't I'm know. Like, I, guess she, I guess I assume she was in on it, but. She, but also the question is, she, like, why she really did they thought wait? her daughter was the killer? <laughs> yeah, she fully thought her daughter's a killer. I'm like, thanks, Alice. You're the best. So anyway, Effie comes in in this moment and he says they tested the uh, DNA on the rock and it turns out that it wasn't real. And so then everybody gets released because of that. Um, like, also, that would never happen just because, like, a piece of evidence is, like, fake. They wouldn't just be like, OK, bye. Like, yeah, <laughs> like you're, everyone's released now from jail. Go. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's not how that works. So whatever. Cuts to Donna talking to Brett and she's freaking out because she finds out somehow that there's fake blood on this rock. And she says something in this moment, which was a pretty big thing to hear. Donna says Jonathan smear Jughead's blood with the rock. So they were at the scene of the crime. So that now it's confirmed that like Like they did hit Jughead. They did. They did hit Jughead. They They did did take the stone. They did smear the blood like that was all in that connection. So I hope we get to see that at some point. But I don't know at this point um, if we will. Um, So after this happens, Donna calls Betty because she's trying to figure it out with Brett. She's like, why would they have a fa- like fake blood? You know that it's real. So it kind of all clicks with Donna. And she calls Betty at 3, a- 3 in the morning. And she's like, I know you know that Jughead's not dead, bitch. And then they have this like <laughs> moment where she's basically calling Betty out. And Betty's like, 
girl, it's three o'clock in the morning. Can you please like leave me alone right now? I'm like sad with my boyfriend being fake dead. Like Donna did guess everything. She's like, if I was you, I yeah. would have also faked his death because I wouldn't want to be dead. And then <laughs> Betty's like, yeah, yeah, you're actually right, but I gotta go back to sleep. Like goodbye. <laughs> yeah, she's like, you're more ahead of like the rest of the viewers because <laughs> yeah. like that's where we're at too. Um, so she says like, cause Betty tries to say like, you saw his dead body on the, in the coroner's office. And she's like, yeah, but I didn't like stare into his eyeballs. Like I Which, didn't by see the his way, actual like, body. We were also right about the fact that, uh, Curdle, Curdle Jr. was yeah. in on it. Yeah. Um, we called that from like the fucking first episode basically. So are we saying that he has a fake, like fake body or was that jughead no, like laying they, on the slab yeah i think they like made him look like blue and shit and like oh my god because no one like no one came in to like check his pulse like they didn't come in they just right. saw his body laying there and like he looked blue like why is that so hard to to do you know true true and i guess like and i feel like that was kind of on purpose too for them to like keep the door unlocked so they can yeah sneak yeah in. that was intentional for them to see his face to be like oh shit he is dead yeah but yeah, then yeah. like the door closed right away so right um but betty or sorry donna tries to have like a moment that betty had at the end of last episode where she's like there's no way out of this for you you're i'm gonna get you girl so i did love the fact that there's this rivalry between donna and betty that like kind of elevated this episode where donna starts like you got to see a lot more of donna's um perspective and yeah. how she's starting to unravel a bit which was kind of cool for that's sure. probably the one thing that i liked about this episode that we got to see a little bit more of the villain the villain side of yeah, things. Yeah, I'm glad that, like, it's not Brett. I'm glad that it's, like, a female villain. Right. Kind of going head-to-head with Betty. Like, I'm down for that, so. Yeah. Uh, also because you have a crush on Brett, so it's fine. We're not going <laughs> to talk about that right now. I'm over uh, it. I'm actually over it now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> the time has passed. <laughs> so it cuts to the Cooper residence, and um betty goes down and talks to fp and allison says i think it's time for us to do the funeral um let's just do it now and i guess this is now like i said watching this back now um f this is the moment where fp is like okay like now she's telling me to initiate this to like get this moving like because it seems that donna is on to them a little bit right so now she has right. to confirm that like the body's like dead or whatever so um before that happens, Hermosa start talks to Veronica at the Pembroke and she's like, hey, girl, uh, just in case you like don't get out of this whole like murder situation, here's your like Monica posh passport in case you want to dip. Like it was so <laughs> random. It was so random. But also like to your point, I do love the fact that they're showing Hermosa like be supportive, but not yeah, like. Not like in the way that you would traditionally think an older sister would support right. you. She's like, here's a fake passport so you can leave the country. I mean, and then again, like an older sister would probably like give you her ID to use at a club. Yeah, yeah. But this exactly. is like this is like the rich girl level. Like, I got you a passport to with like leave. your alias name, not even your real name. Yeah. <laughs> also, so, like Veronica ripping off the passport, like that would never happen because you can't even fucking tear that shit up. Yeah, that try doing like plastic. That. You can put that shit into the fucking <laughs> air like dry cleaner it's fine <laughs> um so then it cuts to the el royale <laughs> <Dry> another <cleaner. laughs> uh it cuts to the el royale and another this was so random again way scene, a way why scene. did i need this scene at all no no reason for the scene at all whatsoever zero percent like, reason archie's at the el royale and the kids are like training and they're like yo man you killed your best friend he's like <laughs> no i didn't 
And they're, and they're like, like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and they're like, we're not Bye. coming to class today. Bye. I was like, <laughs> what? Well, what the fuck was the point of that scene, guys? Honestly, like, like taking somebody wrote this down on paper. Yeah. Somebody accepted this as the script and then they like, shot it. Like, What did they, that have anything to do with the episode that his... That the kids he was training were like, yo, you killed someone. Like, like you're going to tell me that at the reveal at the end of the episode is going to like, like to be like, oh, but they, but he was at the El Royale and the kids thought yeah. it was fucking real. Like, yeah. Come on. There yeah, was no reason for it. It's so stupid. Anyway, so cutting to uh, uh, Tony being uh, interviewed by Alice for the documentary, which I, this was probably one of my favorite moments, but um Tony's like, yeah, we used to be really good friends. We fucked that one night and like it was fine. That's when we realized that we were going to be good friends. She's like, it's also the day I realized I was a lesbian. She's like, Jughead was not my C's at all. <laughs> Wait, who said that? <laughs> Tony. Because she's like. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah, we like done fucked or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then the camera it was really funny. The camera like pans over because Cheryl's sitting right beside Tony and uh, Cheryl's like, do you think that I'm threatened by the fact that like this like man tried to like fuck my girl? Like I don't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> it was so funny. And then Alice asked her like, what do you feel? Do you have anything to say? Like how do you feel about this whole situation? And she says one of my favorite lines of the entire episode. She's like, I'm sorry I called Jughead a hobo that one time, <laughs> which I died at. And then Alice was like, what do you like really want to say though? Like is that what you want to say? And like and she takes like, a moment. She's like. Hold on. She was, yeah. I'm really sorry. I called you again. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, was I was good. like, this is such a good moment. And this is like what I love about the show. This is yeah. what I love about the yeah. show. Those sassy comments, the fun high schooly stuff, yeah. her calling him a hobo. Like it felt like mean girls. I was just living for it. Um, and then it just like became a confusing episode again. Uh, so it cuts to the funeral now. And. Already, like, right off the top, I'm like, this can't be real. The Stonies were invited to this freaking thing. So stupid. Like, never. I'm like... Also, like, where was his never mom? Like, please. Like, his mom would True. be there even if it's a fake funeral. 100%. Well, did her did his mom, like, disappear? Didn't she, like, say she's, like, not coming back? Like, Oh, probably she, they said that because they can't pay for her. She doesn't even know that her fucking son is dead at this point, probably. So they, they paid for a scene with Archie at the El Royale with three random kids. Yeah. But they couldn't bring her back for her son's funeral. Cool. They also brought Sweet Pea back for this one scene and this one scene only. Yeah. We haven't seen Sweet Pea for like a, a, a year, <laughs> like a full year. And he's back for a fake storyline. <laughs> like It's pretty <laughs> tight. I'd be so cheesed if I was that actor. But wait, the best part is that Kevin had the most lines he's ever had in the entire show in an <laughs> like episode in where episode. like everything was fake anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Oh my god. Uh, he basically had to do the camera operating. Yeah. He was like behind <laughs> the camera. <laughs> uh, so and, and, okay, again, once again, fake storyline, fake acting, but everybody's fully crying. FP speaking as except if Except for Jelly Bean, this bitch doesn't even for, care. Yeah, Jelly Bean sitting there being like, I can't talk in front <laughs> of people. Like, and, Sick. <laughs> she's like, I'm not lying about that shit. <laughs> um, so FP speaks, he's like crying he's like my son my son he was such a good guy whatever then betty speaks and she's like i'm gonna read this passage from sherlock holmes i wrote it like i i literally looked for it and i found it and Why? i wanted to 
I wanted to read it out, but now I don't want to because it's all fake. So I don't care anymore. <laughs> Basically, Basically, she's like, I miss his dick. And like, it's going to be <laughs> so hard to move on. Like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And everyone's like crying. I, I mean, the whole scene really comes down to Donna and Brett just don't trust that this is actually Jughead's casket. Right. And like we were saying before, in the promos, it's an open casket funeral. It's an like, open you casket. You can actually see his, like, his body inside. But in the house, like in this moment, in the episode, like it's closed and you never see him inside. Um, But by the end of the scene, when everyone's kind of like just kind of standing around, um, Donna like pushes too hard on Betty. I think they they go in because she tries to go in and on on Jellybean. Yeah. Um, And Betty's like, get the fuck away from her. She's like, she's just a kid. Like, don't bother her or whatever. Yeah. Um, She's like, bitch, I'm done with you. She has her like bitch moment in this episode. Yeah, I feel like like they're making her say bitch too much now where like I'm getting (laughs) sick of it. Like, like say it once or twice. But like now it's losing its power because like before it was it was lit when she would say it, you know? Yeah. You know why? Um, Because they did it once. Everybody on Twitter was like, Yo, bitch. And And now that she says it every episode. Weeks later, and it worked again, but now they said it again. I'm like, okay, you're done now. Like, like, choose another word. Like, too many. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Too many bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, cunts or something. I don't know. Um, Anyway, so she basically, like, kicks Donna out, but, like, as Donna's leaving, she's like, Brett, go do it now. And then he tries to, like, lunge for the casket, I guess, to open it, right? Like, to check if Jughead's in there. Yeah. Is that what he went for? He went for it. He like ripped the flowers off of the f- top of the casket, yeah. but then they stopped him before he's able to actually like, yeah, open sweet. it. He's like, get away from my man. Also, then- I don't think it's that easy to just like pull it open. It, like it's pretty heavy. That like lid is not, oh, it's, not that he- it's not that easy. I don't I'm know, assuming never- I'm assuming it's like 100 pounds, but whatever. Anyways, the point is he's probably not in the casket, so they can't freaking open it. So right. obviously, like they're trying to like stop Brett from like opening it. Um, and then they get kicked out basically. But he's like, you bitch. He's dead. Yeah. And now you have to leave this house. And they leave. So, yeah. So they dip. Um, Then it cuts to Hermosa talking to Hermione again. Oh, no, not Hermione. To uh, our girl, Veronica. And she's like, so I found out another secret because I'm a better <laughs> investigator than your shitty But like shitty she really is sheriff. though. She yeah. really is. Like Yo, fucking if, FP's useless. And her most like... Becomes 25 minutes solved everything <laughs> if hermosa becomes the next sheriff i will live for that i love it i love it yeah i'll actually love it i would love hire to can see hire her, her right yeah hire oh yeah by the way in that funeral scene like fp quits being a sheriff yeah. well Hiram's o- like by the way like maybe you need a minute bro like your son just died he's like fuck you i quit <laughs> he's yeah he's like, like fuck this shit i'm out he's like i was shitty at this job anyway i'm out of yeah, here no yeah, no one needs you as sheriff, homie. Yeah, and then if he's like, I'm leaving the show at the end of the season anyhow, so just cut me yeah. out now. Yeah, <laughs> so like he's just out. Um, and so she, so Hermosa says to Veronica, like, I know your lies to, to all the parents were like not true. Like everything that you said to everybody was not true. Yeah. And she did this by talking to Alice separately, talking to Mary separately. Um, and so then she's like, Tell me the truth or I'll tell all the parents that you're lying right now. So I guess in this moment, this is when Veronica has to tell her most of the whole story in order for her to like do the yeah. sleuthing at the end of yeah. the episode. So then it cuts to Betty talking to Kevin at school and uh, he comes up to her and he says, so is it like true or whatever? And Betty's like, true about what? And she's like, 
he says people are saying that Jughead is still alive. Like there's a lot of rumors out here, especially that chick Donna, who was screaming at it at the fucking funeral, saying that Jughead's still alive. And so Betty's like, <laughs> Betty's like, she's like, oh yeah, that girl, that bitch. She's like, true, true, true. The one that I've been trying to take down this entire time. True. Um, she's like, what the hell? This this is so bullshit. Like it's not true. So it's obviously. Really hurtful. People are talking about him not being dead for real. So she has to like somehow create a plan to really like up the stakes and like make it really seem like he is dead because she can't have people saying that he's not dead, you know? Exactly. So it does seem like they had an initial plan. Like if we want to talk about this plan for a second, they had an initial plan, but then they had to um, like react to people based on how they reacted to the situation. Right, right, right. right. Because they have to roll with it. Like things aren't going to go the way that they thought it was going to go or you yeah. know, whatever. So now exactly. she's kind of has, she has to like kind of switch her plan like a little bit more to like make it more dramatic and make it more real. Right. Um. So then it shows Kevin talking to Alice really quickly and he's like, yeah, like there's a lot of rumors going around about him not being uh, dead. Uh, and he mentions something about a story about Tom Sawyer, which is something that they read. And it's a story basically where Tom Sawyer it, he pretends or they think that Tom Sawyer is he, dead. He fakes his death. He fakes his own death in the story, yes. right? And so they have a funeral for him. And while the funeral is happening, he's like over the rafters, like listening to people talk about him being dead. Um, and Jughead apparently was like obsessed with this part of the storyline. And so then Kevin's like, yeah, I guess like maybe I think that like he might be alive because like he would love this shit so much. Um and then it shows Reggie in this documentary moment asking the same question. And actually, he was a good bit of comic relief for this. He was like, he was like, yeah, I'm so cheesed. And Alice is like, yeah, I know. You're probably really sad that like you lost your friend. And Reggie's like, no, I'm cheesed that like he's doing the sickest prank of all time. Like I wanted to do the sickest prank of all time. Like the fact that he's pretending to be dead. Like that's not going to I'm not going to be able to beat yeah. that shit. So Fucking I Reggie. thought that was kind of cute. Um, then it cuts to Pop's diner and this is the moment that we saw the flash forward scene where we thought it was going to be like a, uh, like a Barchi moment, but it really wasn't. So Archie and Betty are talking and Betty's like, I don't know why people are saying he's still alive and it's hurting me even more. And then it kind of pans over and Cheryl's like overhearing them. She's listening. Yeah. And Betty's like, he's really dead. Isn't he Arch? He's really dead. He's really dead. So like she's trying to like, you know. And obviously, like, Cheryl's like, oh, my God, I'm like, he must be really dead. And then, like, but then the next day. isn't she supposed to be on, like, Betty's suicide watch? So shouldn't, shouldn't she, she, she be is. sitting right beside her to be like, <laughs> yeah. hey, how's it going? How are you feeling right now? Yeah, yeah. Like, but I wouldn't guess she's, that like, be... she's, like, lurking, but, like, not, like, because even Betty said she's, like, don't, like, get into my space. So maybe right. Cheryl's just, like, okay, True. like, let me sit, like, five feet from her. But, like, let no, me just the real be reason... in the same area. The real reason Cheryl was not in that booth is because the writers wanted us to think that we were getting a Barchi moment. That's the only reason why. Oh, Let's be real. really? I mean, think about it. If if the, if Cheryl was supposed to be the one that is able no, to like I, I spread it. the rumor, then why why did she have to sit in the corner? It didn't like anyway, whatever. I just think that just, yeah. Anyway. Moving on to Riverdale High, um, and. Everybody is like kind of standing so by Cheryl Jughead's takes, locker. Yeah, she takes what she heard the night before, whatever, and like makes his locker like a memorial, memorial basically area, yeah, for for Betty. And like Betty's like, oh, like so super cute, like whatever, like thanks, Cheryl. But then she starts crying like crazy, and so then she runs to the music room, 
and Archie follows her and she's like, I can't do this. I feel so alone. Help me. I need your penis to feel good. Even for just for a few moments. And (laughs) he's like, don't worry, girl. I got you. He's like, I've always been here for you. Right. Yeah. And so then he kisses her. (laughs) He kisses her. (laughs) Then we get our Archie moment. At this point, I know it's fake. Like I can, like I could just tell that like they were putting on this act. Right. And so when I was, I was super excited for this moment in the pro- promos and all the pictures. But I just felt like in, I'm like they're they're doing this for like show. Like they're not really kissing. Right. And so it took that Barchi moment away, like for me. I was like, oh my yeah, god! It's like, like it was like a fake Barchi moment. Yeah, yeah, it was a fake Barchi moment. But taken um, like on Twitter when this happened, Twitter literally exploded. Everybody was like, "Fuck Barchi, this is so bullshit!" And then the Barchi fans obviously were like, "Yes, Barchi, yes!" So it got the fandom talking until the very end. Everyone was like, "Okay, cool, we're good." Like we're you we're know back what? To now. This is such a cop out move for the writers to do because yeah, what sure. they can do here is do a Barchi moment, like promo it, promo the shit out of it, hype the fuck out of it, and then be like, ha, ha, ha it was just fake. Like, it was just like a show. So what yeah. they're doing is, and then they're also, get, they're, they're seeing on Twitter, how's everyone responding? Like, is everyone freaking out? Can we right. actually go through with this Barchi thing? Do we have the balls to go through this Barchi thing? Like, they are so, like, scared shitless. Yeah. It's so annoying. You guys are now going into your fifth season almost. Like, fucking man up and, like, do Barchi. do it. Yeah, do, do it. Whatever. Like, come do on. What, do what you're gonna do and be bold in your choices exactly. don't like fake it out and like exactly. be like we're just testing the waters of the fandom like do whatever you think is the most necessary yeah. thing like then this episode was like the fucking reassurance of the lifetime being like we're gonna stay together forever like fucking I mean, the, had to the have the a moment ends, the episode ends pretty well like I am hyped for it but like again I don't trust that the writers are actually gonna have the balls to go through with it Hell no. because they're too Hell scared no. they're way too scared no so anyway we'll get to that in a second but uh so she sees them kissing she sees them kissing through the fucking window once again this motherfucking music room purpose it's on purpose they're trying to do it like which i get but like you're telling me episodes ago when veronica like runs over and sits on uh, archie's dick there was a literally a window right there so you're telling me people like fully saw them having sex in that fucking music Look, room j like at this point you are trying to make sense <laughs> of they don't even know their yeah. sex like <laughs> I, you just can't i know you just i can't. know i know i gotta like, just keep my if you shut. really want to get into the nitty-gritty like fp wouldn't even been the the sheriff on that on his murder <laughs> case like it's he's true. not He's not in the jurisdiction. Like he wouldn't have that. Like we can we can go for days. Yeah. Picking out <laughs> About the, the loopholes. Inconsist- Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's we could true. go forever. But yeah, we can't. <laughs> we only got less than an hour to go. Um. Anyway, so when she takes this picture, she has to like she's like I'm obligated to send this to literally everybody in school. She sends it to everyone except oh, for Veronica. Yeah, that's the best part. <laughs> she's and so. Like, <laughs> she gets into like the bathroom yeah and veronica's like just like whatever doing like lip liner and cheryl's like <laughs> oh my god she's like veronica like you can tell like you know those girls that like they get joy when like they spread drama like that's what she yeah. like she was like actually like <laughs> yeah. happy she's like yeah. oh my god veronica veronica's like what she's like oh my god like i was gonna draft this text but like but. it was just and veronica's like what like what she's Spit like i didn't draft yeah. it she's like you know i didn't draft it because i gotta like tell you in person and she's like what <laughs> and then she shows she shows like I, the picture right on her phone right 
Which, by the like, way, like, uh, like Cheryl has an old, old ass iPhone. It was like iPhone like five. I was like, girl, <laughs> you need to upgrade that shit. Upgrade. <laughs> Go to your service provider. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, like, Veronica freaks out. She's like, oh my God. Yeah. My puppy. So she, and she, like, storms into, like, the lounge. Yeah. And again, like, I know you said this last night too to me. I was like living for this drama, even though yeah. it was fake. I'm like, I'm loving this. Like, this is the like, shit that I want to see. This is what I want. This is what I wanted Riverdale to be. Like the drama, the high school shit, the the Cheryl taking pictures and like being yeah. the gossip girl of the whole class, like school. I loved yeah. it. I was so yeah. good. And then it's all fake. So anyway, so, she like yeah. goes in on um Betty. Well, first she goes in on Archie. First she She's goes like, in on Archie. He's and like, then, what did I do? What did I do? What did I do? And she's what like, I do? This is, <laughs> she's like, you fucking kiss Betty. And yeah. you're such an asshole. She's like, he, the, the poor girl's like mourning her boyfriend. And like, you freaking took advantage of her. Right. And like, it's cutting to like everyone's like reaction. Like Kevin yeah. on the couch. <laughs> like Tony on the couch. And um, Betty's like, no, no, no. She's like, I actually kissed him. She's like, I really wanted it. Like, I'm so fucking like horny. She's for like, I'm day. horny. <laughs> <laughs> and Veronica's like, bitch, what? Yeah. Um, so she gets pissed off at her she's like burn in hell and then as she's leaving Tony's like you tell him girl I'm like okay Tony thanks for your two cents in this conversation (laughs) commentary (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, so back to Kevin and Alice like in the documentary format Kevin's like talking to Alice now and she's like so what do you think about the rumors like, now? Like, why would Alice be asking about Barchi in the documentary? It Honestly, make any sense. I was like, a part of me was like, basically, Kevin is the voice of Twitter. Like, he's the voice yeah. of like so, the Barchi stands and like everybody. Like, it just, I did love this scene with him. Like, he was actually pretty funny in this moment where he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, he's like. Um, you know, he's like, I know, like, there is bughead strippers out there, and he's like, it is like whatever, like, like Endgame, like I don't know if he said that, but he's like, yeah, it is bughead. He's like, but it's always been Archie and Betty, like Archie and Betty, yeah. And he's exactly. like, that's just how I always saw it, like from the beginning. And right. he's like, all the closeted Barchi strippers are like now coming out, right? And, like wanting this shit to happen. Um, and it was cute, like the way like he said it was really cute. Um, yeah. And it was kind of like, and, and I think even Alice was like, wait, like, does that mean like you're like, are you a Barchi like shipper? And he's like, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, I can't risk not having any more lines in this show. He's like, I need to be neutral. <laughs> They're like, if they he's confirm like, yeah. that Kevin's a Barchi shipper, he'll get yeah. killed off next season. Um, <laughs> uh anyway so that happens and then in the middle of all this he's like okay i guess now that that happened bughead like jughead is obviously yeah, cause, dead because he's like there's no way in hell betty would ever like suck like archie's dick if like jughead was really like alive <laughs> he's like he's like he must be dead now he i'm like oh, now dead. you believe it like okay. now <laughs> <laughs> like gossip girl gossip girl cheryl and then gossip girl like fucking kevin um so then it cuts to Betty and Donna, and they're talking Riverdale High. Like, Donna just, like, I guess walks right into school. This part killed me, though, because, like, it was, like, dark in the room, and Betty's, like, just, like, kind of, like, picking up, like, last-minute things, I guess, from, like, Jughead's room. Yeah. And, and Donna walks in, and she's like, hey. She's like, why are you here, here all alone? And Betty's like, yeah, why? You're going to kill me? 
<laughs> like the yeah. way she said it was so funny. <laughs> She's like, where are you hiding drugs? Tell me the truth right now. I know. And like the way that she like made the conversation like a real thing. She's like, I know you like to get fucked by that guy. Yeah, <laughs> like she, like she came out of like, nowhere. She's like, like, oh, she's like, I know where you where he is because you have a lot of sex. You must yeah. have a lot. She's like, I watched your sex tape, you nymphomaniac. I'm like, how did she, she like deduce that from a sex tape? Like, yeah. What the- what the fuck? She's like, so crazy. She's like, you're, you're going to need that D soon. So you're going to have to like find him. I'm going to just keep watching you. I'm like, oh my God. I cannot believe she's yeah. literally like losing like, her that's mind. That's how she solved it. Like, yeah. She's like, I know she's horny all the time. Like, she's going to have to go find him now. <laughs> like, what? It's actually okay. so genius though. Like, low key. <laughs> it is. Like, low key. She's like, yeah, I, I get it. She's like, she's going to have to have sex with her man. Um, so then it cuts to Betty and Alice and this is like the moment that everything gets revealed Um, Alice is now interviewing Betty and Betty's explaining it in the beginning and she's like yeah I was going down to the bunker um, to bring food and then it kind of just continues to narrate um, and it shows um, Betty taking food down into the bunker like she follows her all the way from Pop's diner she goes to the bunker. She sees her going down into, like, the bunker area. And Donna follows her. So it shows Donna following her. Donna's going down the stairs. And then she's like, ha, I caught you. And she, like, has her little flashlight. And it's not Jughead. It's Archie making out with Betty. And Betty's like, ew, get away from me. You're so gross, you pervert. <laughs> and so Donna just, like, dis- disappears. But the part that I thought was really funny is, like, Archie's, like, fully naked. Like, he, like, got into his fully role. Fully naked. Like, like he was like, down for that role. Fully <laughs> out. Like, didn't even, yeah. like, think twice. Like, yeah. Betty's literally fully clothed, making out with him on top of him. I'm like, yeah. girl, like, give me a break. You'd be fully, like, naked at that point in time. Um. Anyway, so uh, this is when Betty kind of, like, cuts back to, like, Alice's documentary. And she's like okay, hold on, I need to tell you something off the record. And then Alice cuts, like, cuts the camera. And the next scene that we see is Alice again in front of, like, the sign. And she's like, or I don't think she's in front of the sign, but it's Alice talking. And she goes, this is not a story about just murder. It's about friendship and conspiracy. And we're like, okay. In this moment, I was like, okay, now we're going to get the entire story. Like, this is the point in time where I was like, okay, they're going to show everything. Um... So then Veronica and Archie shows Veronica and Archie and they're just like sexing each other. And they're like, hee hee, we like tricked everybody. Like, how was that moment making out with Betty? And Archie's like, yeah, it was cool. I'm just like doing it for my friends. You know, like, it's yeah, all just like my totally friends. totally like innocent, just acting because they want me to act. I'm totally right. cool with it. Um, And then is this the moment where Veronica does ask him like, hey, by the Did way. Did you feel anything? Yeah. Yeah. So she does ask him. She turns to him. And it kind of shocked me because I, I don't know. I just assume that like they've been through so many things and like it's season four. I just feel like she wouldn't be worried about Betty anymore. And so for her to I ask it, they, I was like, oh, shit. Like she does feel some way still a little bit. I think they still have to approach this Barchi situation with a bit of pr- caution. They can't yeah. say like yeah. absolutely never. It's never going to happen. Then it's not cross anybody's mind. Um, because that would be, I think a little bit unrealistic, but, uh, yeah, I I get why she says it, but you're right. Like, why would you even discuss that? This shouldn't be a discussion point. Obviously he's doing it for his best friend. 
So like, what's the big deal? Um, Archie does say, he's like, when will you learn? You are now and forever the only girl for me. I was like, uh, 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 final last words. I was like, okay, now the Var- like the Varchi crew is like better now. They feel better. Like everybody's like, yes, they're still together forever. They're still on game. Um, then it shows uh, Betty and she's like, oh, what a lie. And then the camera kind of pans over and Jughead's like, yeah, what a lie. And so yeah. <laughs> this is the first time that we see Jughead and we're like, okay, so he isn't dead. He's still alive. What did you think of this reveal? I mean, we knew it. He was alive. He wasn't dead. Um, what actually surprised me was the fact that they were they didn't really have a great plan at all. So no. <laughs> zero plan. There was <laughs> zero plan, and I was kind of let down at that. I was like, you guys went through all this shit and this entire season, and there he didn't have a plan whatsoever. Right. I think it brings it all the way back to that moment. And as much as I want to give them, like. I want to like be upset with them because they wrote this kind of weird. I will give it to them that, you know, that whole scene with the chess match between him and Brett. Um, I think it all brings it back to that moment where like chess is all about making the next move. It's all about patience. It's all about psyching people out to like, you know, make them feel like they fucked something up. And so basically Betty says the exact same thing. She's like, it's a game of confidence. And when people feel like they're, they can't trust themselves, they start to make mistakes. Um, the one thing that I wanted to mention was Jughead does get hit by a rock because he does say like for real, uh, yeah, yeah, like he got hit by the rock and the the thing like softened the blow. His beanie softened His the beanie. blow, yeah. Um, which was really funny because NB like made the funniest tweet ever today. If you guys haven't checked out our Twitter, you have to see it because I died of <laughs> laughter when she sent it to me. Um, you can buy it now on Amazon. A, uh, <laughs> it's like a tr- like a blunt force trauma proof <laughs> fucking beanie. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jughead's beanie. Um, but I guess I hope that they answer this question. But are we to assume that um the Stonies are the ones that still they were the ones that hit him right? Like they are yeah, the ones that and, hit, and hit I him. think I think it is a valid question. Like you're saying, like. But why? Why did they want to kill him? Right. Did they hit him and then kill him? And also, like, if they hit him, how do they not know that he was actually dead? Like, don't yeah. you think that they they would have, like, beat him his head in to make sure that he was dead before they put Betty in front of his body? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, don't I know. just feel like that, like, he got away from it by, I don't know. Anyway, I just, that part is a little bit iffy. Um, which makes me feel that maybe the, like, not all of them, but maybe some of the Stonies, maybe even just Brett is on the good side, possibly. Yeah, I can see Do you know what I'm that. trying to say? Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Uh, and maybe he's just scared to, like, not, uh, not obey Donna because Donna fucking freaks out later. But anyway, let's talk about that later. Um, so... You also find out that everybody's in on it, including Jellybean. Like, every single person is in on this whole situation, including Alice now. Mary Andrews. Um, Mary, um, FP, uh, Hermosa. Hermosa, uh, Jellybean. The Coroner. Yeah. Um, there's a few other people. But anyway, so that that's the group of people that know. And he also, like Veronica, asked the question, like, what did you think of that Archie kiss? Did you feel some type of way about it? And Betty, again, is like, don't worry about it, bro. Like, Barchi's not going to come until, like, season six. Um, so that happens. So then there's a really quick, like, documentary moment where Alice is getting up in, like, the bughead Barchi drama. And she's like, "Yeah." so how did you feel about that kiss? And 
Veronica's like, no, I just trust. I trusted them throughout that whole situation. It's totally fine. So another plant for a possible Barchi situation. They're like not neither confirming yeah, or denying if Barchi's going to sure. happen in the future. And, and and they're very confident. Like their partners are confident saying like, oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're not, nothing's going to happen. Right. So the fact that they're so confident, I feel like it's going to flip it and it's going to be like, no, actually, yeah. like there is something. And the next scene you know, that was the scene that I was waiting for. Yes, um, yes. And I think it pretty much like set something up, hopefully something up for the future. So for good. Archie. Yeah. So basically Archie and Betty are texting each other. Um, Betty met, uh, messages text uh, Archie and says, thanks so much for doing that. I really appreciate it. I hope my wasn't a bad kiss to her. LOL. Like she's like, I thought, I hope it wasn't like gross for you. And first Archie writes out, I, I'm happy to do it at any time. Don't worry about it. It was great. First of all, they're like g- giggling and like they're kind of like, yeah. they have that like face that you make when you're texting someone that you like. Like yeah. they have that smirk on their face, you know, fully, that like fully. weird, weird excitement, like face that you're waiting for the response. Um, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. then like Archie like texts her back. What did he say? He's like, LOL, anytime or something. He's like, I'm happy to do it anytime. But then right before he's about to send it, he And she's um, watching it. She's watching She's like, watching the like dot, the dot dot, dot dot. Yeah. Yeah. And so as she's waiting for him to send it, it cuts back to his screen and he decides to erase the part that says, I'll do it anytime with you. I was happy to do it. Yeah. I'll do it again with you at any time. Just let me know or something. Um, he erases that part and he just says, like, you're welcome. And then he leaves it at that. And then she but, says, like, night, like, kissing emoji. And then he's like, night, kissing emoji. Kissing and that's emoji. it. And but that's it there ends. was so much more in that scene than, like. Oh, yeah. And, See, like, that's I want to ra- talk about it later. I want to talk about it and in, in my uh, roundups. That's how you write something good. Like, that's how you write a scene where it's like, you guys know how to do it. So why aren't you doing it for the entire show? I don't know. Like, you have the ability, you have the skill to to show us nuanced drama. And instead, you're like, no, let's create a fake murder. Like, okay. (laughs) So then it cuts to Alice talking to all three of them, like as a in a in a documentary like situation. And she's like, why did you go after these stonies so hard? And Betty's basically like, because these motherfuckers thought that I killed my boyfriend and made me think that I killed my boyfriend. So obviously I had to go in on them. Um, And we needed to like make sure that they cracked because like we needed to take them all down at the same time. Um, And she's like, so I think this is when the documentary like catches up with the present. And this is exactly what's happening in this moment. So Donna, it shows Donna barging into uh, Brett's room and she's like, put your fucking game away. We need to talk about this shit. Um, she's like, um, we, you know, like what, like this whole thing is happening. I feel like, like Jughead's still alive. I saw three cups in the bunker. Like she's starting to like freak out. And then what the hell was is- that? Why would they have three cups? Like, are you stupid? Well, I, I know I was like the all of all the things that you guys are doing you're making fucking Betty sit on Archie's naked like naked body and then yeah. you don't like hide all the evidence of the food hap- like in the corner like I was kind of but like, like also about like that. she would have seen the three cups when Betty was taking the pops to the bunker right yeah that's true too <laughs> that's a good like point. she would have seen her holding three cups she's like i saw three milkshakes in the darkness in the 5.5 like, 5 seconds that i was down there and like, like even what? if even if betty didn't take it like in that moment maybe they're like old cups like from like before or whatever because like they yeah. just go there to fuck like who cares if it's three cups and it could be anyone's three cups yeah 
yeah, it doesn't make sense. It, there you go, true. guys. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, but anyway, like this is also the moment when Brett is like, okay, now you're pulling at like the tiniest, stupidest things. Like it's supposed to show that Don is like unraveling is, quite a it, bit. It, it, she is unraveling, but I also don't like how they flip characters like the next week. Like Brett's been on Jughead's dick this entire time. He's been so effing evil to him. And yeah. now he's like, oh, I want to play my video games. Like, come on. Like that's not true to his character. He's been, yeah. he's been a one-way character this whole time stay authentic and like stay in his uh, you know in your lane and said now he's but, like i don't want to do this anymore like i don't believe this anymore like okay but i think th- this is the moment that we do learn that donna is like the kingpin yeah of this she's whole the thing, head of it yeah which is the reason why i think we see brett like taking that step backward because now you realize that donna is the one that's kind of like making all these decisions she's the one she's like she says i am the brains of the operation yeah yeah um she threatens brett and says I'll kill you just like I killed Jonathan. So I'm like, she kills Jonathan? She fully killed Jonathan? Like, what the fuck? I'm like, fuck? what the fuck? Like, when were we going to... We're going to get that information in one sentence? We didn't sentence? see like, that. Yeah. The hell? But I guess we're so we're going to find out or see that happen Maybe at some we'll point see in time. It. Yeah. Uh, then it cuts to the Lodge residence. Um, and Hermosa comes in and she's like, oh, like, uh, this isn't over yet. I found out some shit on Donna. Um, and she like pulls out this thing and Veronica's like, oh, snap, I got to go tell my friends. Yeah. So then the last scene is them in the bunker and Veronica's like, this is the information you all need to know. Obviously, we don't get to see it as the viewers, but Jughead's like sickening. This all makes sense now. Um, and he says, like, if this is true, then this is going to be our smoking gun. Um and this is how we're going to take the Stonies down, like, once and for all. So, like, sounds like they have, like, a plan now based on this information that Hermosa based gave on whoever, him. whoever this bitch is, which I'm not yeah. I'm not even holding my breath. I'm not going to be shocked at this. Right. You know. Also, do know. you think at this point in time, before we get in, so that's the end of the episode, guys. We're going to get into a bunch of questions, a bunch of answers from you guys. The first question that I have is, do you think Charles is still going to fuck shit up? Or yeah, is that not a storyline like, anymore? I mean, I'm waiting for that because that was a huge bomb drop in the beginning of the season. I feel like if they don't cover that at some point, what a huge miss on their part. Yeah. But having said that, they miss everything. So I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised, you know? But that was a huge, like to your point, it was a huge, huge moment. And you do find out that he's one of the people that know about this fake murder. Like you find out yeah. that he is one of the people that helped cover it up um but yeah that was one of my questions um another question that i have is one of the things that jughead wanted to do when he first initiated this plan was to get rid of the leverage he says it in the episode um the ides of march he says i need to get rid of the leverage that brett has on us um aka like the sex tape but from this episode it sounds like donna still has seen it so it still hasn't been recovered um like what this guy fake dying still he still hasn't been able to do anything that he was actually trying to accomplish by fake dying like i don't understand um another thing that oh i already mentioned this but like the whole idea of um them trying to frame betty how do they know that he was dead like do they even check yeah Uh, like donna says that jonathan smeared blood on the rock so like they did hit him but they just left him for dead and then let betty stand over his possibly dead body which is just like a huge miss on my part in my opinion um and 
also the one thing that I had a question about was we have to remember what happened last episode. I know that these episodes kind of like throw you for a loop when you watch them, but watch episode 14 guys. She literally spent half the episode thinking that she killed her own boyfriend, knowing that he's in a fucking bunker. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So wait, what? <laughs> that's what I'm telling you. It doesn't make any sense. What the fuck? She fully cries to Archie and Veronica saying like, I think I might have killed him. Let's go talk to Charles and see if it was actually the moment. And then knowing what? that he's been in, in the fucking bunker this whole time, it just doesn't make sense to me. Oh, my God. Uh, unless they'll show and then like i don't know if they explain this whole situation like she doesn't find out until like a later that he's yeah alive. yeah yeah like, yeah maybe i'm not like a day I, I later or something i don't know that's Whatever. that's very huge point i didn't even yeah. realize that i'm really excited to see how these motherfuckers like explain all this shit because like none of this is like connecting 100 percent um okay so before we get into recap roundups i'm just gonna read a bunch of your guys's comments that we got from you guys from twitter again thank you so much always send us your comments we're always reading them we're always writing back and replying um so the first one is from at jiffy pop culture um they say if everyone knew that jughead was alive why were all those scenes of betty and the rest crying being upset in private yeah. i'm gonna need a blow by blow recap in the next episode to make a sense of all this in my opinion it's cheating the fans to include scenes that would never logically have happened just to keep us guessing it's cheap writing even if the resolution was enjoyable for sure. Um, Agreed. Another thing that he s says is surprisingly effective resolution of the Jughead death storyline. But number one, when did Archie and Veronica know the truth? Uh, they suspected Betty from the very beginning. Number two, did Archie tell Mary everything last episode? And why would she go along with this? Number three, if I were Cheryl slash Kevin slash Reggie, etc., I'd be pissed that I was being used for this totally. this part of it. Very, very valid points. Very interesting things to mention. At Shoney 5 on it says, really enjoyed the episode. It was funny AF. Barchi Nation, we're alive, baby. Tired of hey. the <laughs> tired of the writer's poor treatment of Shoney. All the other couples get a sex scene and Shoney don't even get a kiss. Fuck the double standards. Really enjoyed the episode. It was funny AF. I mean, Shoney got a major sex scene last season. Like, they were they, they were on fire last season. And I get that that's last season, but, like, I guess they can't do it all the time. I don't know, but they did get, like, a lot of sex I mean, their Twitter season. name is literally at Shoney5 on it, so, like, they're huge. <laughs> they want it all the time. <laughs> yeah, they want it every episode <laughs> yeah. at all times. Um, at Postmaster Radio says, I have a few questions and I want your theories, if you don't mind. One, why would Donna kill Jonathan? Too in unimportant to live? Or another fake death. Two, your thoughts on Don. Let's actually let's answer that question first. Why do you think Donna would kill Jonathan? I to maybe cover up her tracks. I guess. I feel like maybe it might have to do gonna, with just like. Yeah, maybe he like was gonna rat on her. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think that that might be the only possible reason why. And also, if they don't use Jonathan's death as a means to get all of these motherfuckers arrested, then she, that would be. They probably will. It probably yeah, will be like. That. Like his his death can't be for literally nothing. Like they would yeah. have to arrest Donna to in order for this to be the situation. I hope. Yeah. Um, number two, your thoughts on Donna? Is she a wife like Evelyn? Do you think Hermosa found out? Um, um it's interesting. Or what do you think I, Hermosa found out? It's interesting because I did kind of connect Evelyn and um Donna, Donna a little bit 
And I won't be surprised if her real identity is like Evelyn's sister or like oh my something, God. something to do with a farm. But like that's so fake. Like if it is, like it's so stupid. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't I mean, be surprised if that's the case. To a- to answer Polesmaster's question, what do you think Hermosa found out about Donna? Like who she really is. It's like her I like but her like, secret name or whatever. But who is she? Like what is her? Like, That's who what is I she mean. Maybe to? maybe she's related to Evelyn. Maybe because like I, it almost seemed like when they saw her name or something, they were like, "Oh my god, it's her!" So right. it's like they connected her to someone that they knew before. It's my assumption. I don't know. Or maybe it's like someone who like the who's related to like the missing stone Stonewall four oh, or yeah. whatever. Or like maybe maybe she's like Dupont's like granddaughter or something. Like, oh something like that. yeah, maybe something like that. That would make sense. Um, and number three, if you still care, does Do- Mr. Dupont have something to do with this? And what is the main mystery behind Stonewall? I definitely think he has something to do with it. But yeah, whether or not we really even care at this point about that connection, I feel like it's so irrelevant at this point. Like yeah. You know, like they could pin it on him the whole thing and be like, it was Dupont the whole time. Right. Exactly. At this point, they're throwing us curveballs and like, I don't even know what to believe anymore. So it's true. Um, Atina Hoven says the show is giving me whiplash with the storyline. Yeah. There was no emotional depth to Jughead's death. Barchi was fake for show. A major part of the mystery is now revealed. It's like the show drags out the terrible storylines, but rushes through good ones. Agreed. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. Yes, Tina. Yes. Thank you so much for your comments and your questions and your theories and your tweets. Like it makes us feel so much better. We're like, yes, like not that like, you're always agreeing with us, but it's just like a cool conversation to have with you guys because this podcast is just like me and JLag. But like yeah. hearing your guys's like theories and your thoughts and your questions, like it's really fun to see what you guys have to think about the season. And guys, honestly, make sure that you guys are always commenting and letting us know what you guys' theories are. We li- we read every single one of them. If not me, then NB. And we try to comment and get back to everybody as often as we can. Um, so, yeah, we definitely appreciate all your guys' commentary on this, especially when we like and this is a perfect format for it. It's a murder mystery kind of storyline. So at least it's keeping us all talking and keeping the community going, which is kind of cool. Um, I do love the fact that, you know, Riverdale's at least bringing us all together, being like this show is crazy. You know what I mean? I can appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, let's get into our recap roundups. Recap roundups. Best, Best moment. moment. Um, my best moment, obviously, guys, if you know me, it's going to be the Barchi moment um, yeah. at the end with a text message, text unsent. Uh, you know, I think <laughs> what you were saying before, I think it's the perfect example of how good writing um, makes a huge difference. And in this yeah. moment, there wasn't a lot of they, they weren't even talking, guys. Like they literally it was just text being sent and unsent. So in that in that tiny moment, you get so much out of that, out of the two uh, people, out of the two characters. Yeah. Um, and it left me so effing excited. I could care less about this Jughead case. I was like, yeah. let's get back to this drama, like this high school yeah. drama. I'm down for this high school drama. Um, yeah, my best moment is going to Veronica storming in on Archie and Betty in the lounge. And she like rips them to shit. Yeah. Again, another fake moment. But it was a yeah. moment that I loved watching because it was like that like high school drama i yeah. wanted it to be real so badly just because it was so entertaining to watch i even loved like all the way to tony like making that little comment at the very end i was like this is what i wish the show was every single day like every single week we saw these kids interacting like normal students would you know yeah. i just loved i loved it yeah wtf, WTF moment, moment. 
Um, WWF moment, I think I'm going to give it to Betty or Jughead or Archie. Like, how could you guys miss the three fucking Pops Cups in the bunker? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. You guys planned this entire scheme out, okay? Yeah. You guys couldn't throw out three freaking cups? Really, yeah. guys? <laughs> really? Yeah, that's going to be the thing that, like, takes them down at the yeah. end. Yeah. Um, my WTF moment's going to go to finding out that Donna killed Jonathan. For sure. Because yeah. she said it so, like, casually. I missed like, it the first passing. time, guys. Like, yeah, I missed it. it. And then J-Lag said it. And I was like, oh, my God, what? Yeah. So he did, uh, apparently. Um, so we'll see how that kind of plays out. But I was definitely like, what the fuck? That co- totally came out of nowhere. Yeah, um, totally. I'm, I'm assuming that, like, now we can safely say that she's, like, a low-key, like, serial killer as well. This girl. MVP. What was your MVP? MVP is going to go to Hermosa. Hermosa. Um, you know, I think she's an interesting character. We still don't know her motivations fully yet. But in this episode, she does more police investigation work than Charles and FP combined in the entire series. Um, yeah. She's able to, like, infiltrate <laughs> the families, the houses. She gets all the tea. She gets all the scoop. Um, and she's she gets information on Donna. Um, and gives it to Veronica and says, like, go do what you will with this information. So that was definitely clutch for the core four at the end. Having said that, now I'm curious, how did Edmosa get that information? Like, yeah. who is Edmosa? You know what I mean? She's a sleuth. She's a PI. She's a yeah. private agent. So she's yeah. or private investigator. She's like, really maybe cool. she's FBI. Maybe she's real FBI. And Charles Ooh. is like fake FBI. Ooh. <laughs> you know? I love, I do love her character now. I'm starting to, she's really starting to grow on me. And I do wish that she now takes over as sheriff of Riverdale. Yeah. That'd be sick. <laughs> totally. Like a female sheriff would be sick. Um, my MVP is going to go to Cheryl. She kept it light for me. She kept it enjoyable. Yeah. Her moments were great. I just loved watching her on screen. Like big ups to my girl, Cheryl. I loved it. For sure. And I do love how she always references the fact that like they're cousins, you know, like she's yeah. like, oh, you're my cousin. I'm going to watch out for you. I was like, you're cute. Like she's always yeah. like her family, like bond is like always there, you know? For sure. I love her. LVP. Who's your LVP? Um, LVP, I think I'm going to give to Jughead because A, yeah. I feel like his girlfriend has had to pick up all the effing pieces for him. Um, and just at the end, like, it does sound like he had no plan. Like, even when they get the information on Donna, he's like, huh. So like, what shall we do now? He's like, yeah. now I know what to do. I'm like, okay, now you know what to do when Veronica's sister had to do your job for you? Like, you couldn't even figure this yeah. shit out. <laughs> yeah, this is very, very frustrating to watch. Um, my LVP is going to go to Alice for thinking that her daughter was a murderer. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like in that scene when she's like, don't worry, girl, I got you. You killed him, right? I'm like, wow. So That's tight. So tight. The, the best, best line. line. What was your best um, line? Best line is going to go to Cheryl when she sees um, Barchi kissing. She's Ooh. like, oh, grief. You wicked, heartless aphrodisiac. Destroyer of end games and worlds. And I was yeah, like, I love that. <laughs> I love so that. dramatic. It was so good. Yeah, so good. I love that line. Um mine is gonna go to Cheryl saying, I'm sorry I called Jughead a hobo that one time. And then Alice saying, Is that it? And then she says, I'm really sorry I called Jughead <laughs> yeah. a hobo that one time. Yeah. Because she says it dead ass. I loved like her delivery on I was, it was watching- perfect. Yeah, I was watching Tony's face the whole time to see, like, how she was going to react. It was so funny. Yeah. But, like, she doesn't so react. She's just like, oh, my girlfriend's crazy. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, our listener round cups, uh, round cups, our listener roundups. I'm gonna go through them real quick. First one we got was from at Dazet Mike Micah saying best moment Jughead being alive and Betty giving him the new beanie. Oh, that was true. That was a really cute moment too. Um, WTF moment: Betty and Archie kissing. MVP: Jughead for being alive. And LVP: The Stonewall Prep Squad. Best line: I'm sorry, I called Jughead a hobo that one time from Cheryl. At Shoney5onit says her best moment was the text at the end between Barchi. Um, WTF moment, Jughead in the bunker, even though we knew he was alive. Best line, I'm sorry I called Jughead a hobo that one time. MVP, Barchi rising and Cheryl. And LVP, the writers for shit Shoney treatment and making it so predictable. No one actually believed Jughead was dead and I legit saw someone guess the whole Barchi thing with Jughead being in the bunker nine hours before the episode the show needs to hire the Sabrina writers Ooh, girl I agree um at Tina Hoven says best moment seeing Jughead even if that part of the mystery was over too soon WTF moment Alice asking Betty if she killed Jughead slash blunt force trauma hat which she tweeted to us um after we posted it MVP, the core for LVP, Hiram for approaching FP at Jughead's funeral about time off. Yeah. Um, and at Postmaster Radio says his best moment was seeing Jughead again. WTF moment, that Barchi kiss. Hashtag sorry, not sh- sorry, Barchi fans. MVP, the core for LVP, Kevin. He could have been more involved. And best line, Riverdale was a town born in blood and it has bathed in it ever since from Nana Rose. That is it, guys. Thank you again for all of your commentary throughout this crazy mystery um, and what you guys, like everything leading up to this moment. Um, really quickly before we finish the episode, we have a few announcements. The first one, we have our contest going on right now for a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card and a pop socket. To enter, all you need to do is rate and comment on our iTunes page and you'll be entered in the draw. We're extending this contest to the end of Riverdale Season 4, so you still have lots of time to enter. I'd like to take this time to thank our patrons of the episode as well. Our, reca- our Rewinder Squad, White, Nicole, and Faith. Our Lit Rewinders, Tina Ann, Sarge, Serena, Slay, Kate, and Jessica. And our Mommy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamala, and Grace. Thanks, guys. And if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If we join, you get access to all things Recap Rewind exclusive contest content and updates. And also make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, and comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.